Let's do this. Three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? And welcome to the Great Nerd Podcast. I am Tony, one half of your favorite fat duo. With my other half, that is Mr. Austin Rawlison, buddy. Austin, thanks for joining me on a bonus episode, if you will. This one's kind of a... It's going to be a quick one. This really isn't a... I mean, it's kind of serious. It's a little in-depth. But again, this is just more a spur-of-the-moment episode where we heard some dog shit garbage and just wanted to discuss it a little bit. So, Austin, buddy, I know I kind of brushed past you, but we'll get it out of the way. How you doing? Good. Um, I say like, Austin already knows me, man. We, He's like, yeah, I'll just do that part later. Um, a little pissed off because th- this whole situation does make me really upset. So Beyonce released this fucking song, right? Yes. She's like, oh, we're going to have the whole album. And initially I was like, okay, cool. Because, um, here's the thing. Beyonce's from Texas. She's in Houston, blah, blah, blah. Um, she released a song um, a few years back called right. Daddy Lessons. And it's pretty country. It's pretty good. The writing's good. And I was like, okay. We kind of we kind of been expecting this to come. We're excited. I, I was somewhat excited, and then the actual song came out, and the song is absolute garbage. It is pure, unadulterated pop trash that has that talks. Country music isn't just oh we talk about country stuff. No, it's a sound. Right. Also, this is some of the worst writing I've ever heard in a song. She says, and I quote, this ain't Texas. Ain't no hold'em. So put your cards down. Yeah. This is not Texas hold'em. Why are cards? So you go, this ain't a card game. Play your cards. I was waiting to see how mad you'd get. And then when I get online, I go, this song fucking sucks ass. They're like, oh, you can't oh. say that. Oh, you can't. You're just racist. You don't want black people in country music. No, fuck you. When Daddy Lessons came out, I was pumped. It was good. She and the Dixie Chicks performed at the AMC Awards. It was right. good. But you can't make shit music and just because you're black think you're cool. Darius Rucker has been doing this for 12 years, 15 years, 20 years. And it's been accepted because he knows how to make good music. Well, think of it like this, too, man. I Chanel told first off, Chanel told me about this because I'm not even gonna lie, dude. It wasn't until I met my wife, your cousin, that <laughs> that I knew who Beyonce was, dude. I had no idea who Beyonce was. I legit thought that Beyonce was an actress that was in one movie. Austin Powers, gold member. That's how far behind I am, dude. So when I met Chanel, then it like kind of took its course. I'm like, okay, I know who she is. I understand why she's popular, but I don't give a shit. And it's crazy too, because I'm a Jay-Z fan. Well, I used to be a Jay-Z fan before he became a cuck. But, you know, you would think I would know about her. I don't. So I didn't even know about this shit until Chanel brought it to my attention and was like, yo, you need to check this out. He plays it for me, you know, and I'm 
I'm listening and it's, yeah, it's like a, it's worse than some of the shit that I make fun of. Cause I looked at her like, that's not country. I'm not a country person, really. I mean, I like some stuff, but I'm not really a diehard country fan. And I can tell you that is not a country song. When listening to it, I didn't think it was country at all. It just felt like uh, Chanel actually had a very good take on it. She said that this feels like it's something that a bunch of bitches somewhere are going to use for a TikTok video to shake ass to. Yeah. A trending clip. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like it's that. It's a bunch you know, of it's... losers who never worked a day in their lives are going to go out of the boot barn and buy a pair of rhinestone cowgirl boots and dance in front, of a, in front of a screen. Well, and they, of course... Coming with it is all the hate and arguments. You know, my like, culture's not a yeah. my culture's not a costume. <laughs> well, dude, if you think about it, I looked at Chanel and we both kind of agreed that clearly people are just pandering to her, saying that it's good because it's not a good song, but it's Beyonce. And look, if you're tuning into this show and you've never seen us before, you should probably get out of here because you might not like what we say. But moving forward, it's clearly because she's black that people won't say to her, it sucks. It's because she's black that people are like, you know what? It's Beyonce. Black people can get into country music, too. Not even the point. It's going over people's heads. She is black, so you have to kiss her ass. That's the culture we live in, and that's where I have a hard time with it. That's where people kind of fucking hate my guts because... I don't kiss nobody's ass, dude. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're Mexican. I don't care if you're Asian, gay. I don't give a fuck if you're trans. I will not kiss your ass. I mean, I've made that very clear. Tiara Kennedy is black, and she's fantastic, and she's a black woman, but it's she makes good music. Right. And the thing is, I'm I I'm now a little less excited for the Beyonce country album. But I don't think the album's going to be horrible. This this woman has shown she can make good country, and she understands what it is. But so I'll tell you what, what happened. She walked in and said, "I want a country song," and they said, "A country album." And her label told her no, and she wrote this piece of shit trash TikTok fucking dingleberry dropping bullshit. Piece of trash. This, Keep this, going. This song literally made for a bunch of whores to dance to on TikTok because they like the idea of having a country man. So they go down to the Bass Pro Shops and buy a pair of uh, mud boots and then think they're gonna think they're gonna uh, buckle bunny their way into some situation. So she brings them this piece buckle of buddy. shit and they look. They go look. Look, this is gonna blow up on TikTok and everything. And so the so then then the stupid um, place is like, yeah. This is good. This yeah. is gonna be this good. This is gonna be good to, to get to radio and stuff, and it's gonna be shit. Who cares if the song's shitty? It's got an upbeat and it's by Beyonce. Maybe we, we can sell this. So she gets to make the rest of the album she wants. I can almost guarantee you that's what happened. But it's not racist to say that your song sucks dingleberries. Exactly. And she is the godfather mother, if you will of being told yes because of her skin color. She's made it clear that, dude, she's a victim, she's oppressed, and that's kind of what she said about this, is I'm taking country music back for my people. Or, did you see that shit? And I was kind of like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? 
So Chanel sent me this long ass article that talks about how like country sound or country as a sound comes from the banjo. Banjo was brought here by slaves when they were forced on. And of course I was reading it like, oh, they had to find a reason to Yeah, the steel guitars from Hawaii and the acoustic guitars is from the Middle East. And yeah, whatever. Who fucking cares? Yeah, dude, that's that's immediately the go-to with the not the black community, but people that fall into that trap. Specifically some people in the black yeah, community. It's ninety-nine percent it's ninety-eight percent white people. And the other quarter are millionaire black people that don't care about anything other than making themselves look good to new people. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. I think the only people really bitching about this right now are typically white liberals. They're the only ones that do bitch about this shit. I mean, I've met more black people that are kind of like, they're, they don't know how to say it, but they want to say, like, dude, sometimes... I really wish that we wouldn't have to talk about race in every single conversation I have. And that makes total sense to me because as a Mexican minority, whatever the fuck you want to call me, I'm clearly brown. <laughs> but as a minority, dude, I kind of get annoyed when white people look at me and talk to me a certain way because they're afraid of offending me. And I'm like, dude, that's not normal for us to live like that. You should just speak out your ass, even if it's illiterate or racist or whatever. Because that, that'll honestly be better than doing this shit. Like, so, can I touch your hair? You know, like, <laughs> shit, like, that's stupid. But it goes back to that, dude, because I've met so many, like I said, I've met so many black people that are kind of tired of being grouped into that. Because, shockingly, most people refuse to believe this or just don't really know it. There's a lot of individuals in the black community that are kind of tired of having to take the victim card. Some of them actually believe in our country and that they can set up their own fate, whether it's different avenues of success, whatever, if, if they become a famous actor or maybe they're an ambulance driver, whatever. Some of them actually know that that's possible because they don't grab the victim vine, dude. They don't grab the forbidden fruit because they know that it's a fucking trap. But if you're people like Beyonce, she probably does believe this shit, that she's oppressed. She said it. However, part of me does believe this is just a money marketing tactic. Because, it's a money grab. Yeah, because, dude, if you're and not, a black no, no, no. person... And people don't misconstrue that. She's wanted to make country music for a long time. Her making country right. music is not a money grab. It's what she wants to do. I believe that. I understand that. This song, the way it's been marketed, the way it's been pushed, is a yeah. giant money grab. For, and I'm not mad at Beyonce about it. I'm mad at the giant multimedia um, production companies, the music labels. And I'm always mad at the music labels. This is what the music labels do. They push out automatic AI-generated garbage that deserves to be shoved in the sewers. It's not interesting. It's not cool. It doesn't sound good. There's no... There's there's no... There's no... Nobody's innovating. It's just shit um, stew. It's, yeah. oh, people like this drum line, and people like this beat, and people like a heavy backtrack, and then we're going to and then we're going to push it a button. Then here's a bucket of things that are kind of remotely country. And 
Oh, what's something kind of what's something about Texas? Oh, Texas Hold'em. Okay, let's dump some. Uh, people like Texas Hold. People like cards. Remember, remember right. people liking cards. Remember, remember people like this 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 drum beat from this horrible Florida Georgia Line song remember? from nine years ago. Remember that? Let's dump that in the pot and let's stir it up. And now the whole fucking room smells like diarrhea because we put a a giant bowl, boiling stew of garbage together. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to dump it in your mouth. And don't you dare say it's garbage. But we have so much money and so, and so much money, we're going to push it all these radio stations. And then when a radio station manager goes, oh, that's dumb. That's a bad song. We're going to get millions and millions of dollars of unearned media to come at these people and say they're racist because they're not playing the song to force them to play it, which means it forces it up the uh, country charts. And then a bunch of these people who don't listen to country music, but like Beyonce, and then a bunch of liberal lunatics go, oh, all these right, right-wing people are all racist. So we got to go support it. So that she gets a bunch of artificial streams, a bunch of, of artificial purchases, which push her to the Billboard Top 100, and a bunch of people get scared that if I say this song sucks, they'll be called racist. And now they got Dolly Parton going out here and saying it's a good song, which Dolly knows is not a good song, but that's okay because Dolly hasn't released a good song in about goddamn it's not a cover in about two decades. So right. let's be clear. It's bad music. It's the music and the record label's fault. Because I could gar- I'll say it again. I guarantee you. She went to her record label and said, I want to do a country record. They told her no. And then she said, What if I release this stupid bullshit song that'll do that'll make a bunch of money? Because it'll go crazy on TikTok of a bunch of white lunatic retards who've never worked a day in their life, who are spoiled brats. Who go take daddy's credit card down to the fucking boot barn, down to the local western store, buy some buy some jeans with a bedazzled butterfly on their ass and a and a goddamn belt buckle they didn't earn. I do you know what? You know what? I wear boots and jeans and a pearl snap. You know what I don't wear, Tony? What is a it? belt buckle. Because I didn't fucking earn it. You have to earn a belt buckle, you fucking twats. Well, did you hear, like, there's people accusing her of trying to be white? Like, I guess she, like, did something to her skin to where it's supposed to be a little more pale. And, of course, the hair is blonde. Beyonce's hair has always been blonde. It's clearly always been blonde hair. That's one of the features of her that catches people's attention, in my opinion. When I was a kid, that's what it was to me. I was like, I like her hair. I didn't know she was pure evil. Just, Just my opinion. If you're a Beyonce fan, cool. I mean, I one can argue she's a pioneer of her time. Sure. Uh, I don't like her music, so I don't really care for her. But as a person, I also don't give a shit about her because I do think that she's a racist woman. I think she is the spitting image of black supremacy. And people don't like talking about it because like that's not a fucking thing. Like, it, it is, dude. It really is. Because we're talking about Beyonce, the spitting image of black supremacy. Which is, I'm black, you have to kiss my ass. You can't complain, you're racist. If you say anything, you're racist. If you complain about how it makes you feel, it's white fragility. So on and so forth, because like where they come from on that side of the room, they make shit up. 
they make up different terms and such, but I, that's why I just don't like her, dude. And like, it's not like I put it on to listen to it just to hope it would fail. I mean, I knew it was going to fail, and I was kind of like, yeah, this is going to suck. I just know it. But a part of me was like, well, hold on, dude. Like, what if she actually does a good job? So at least give it a shot. And dude, right away, I just, it felt like something she had done before. She had country lyrics, sort of. Those are, she did, have you ever heard of uh, Bo Burnham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that song about country, Pandering. She basically did that. She did the fake country artist thing. Pretended to be all those things, said all those things she would never do. You could tell it was manufactured. You could just tell it was fake as shit. And I don't know, like like I said, my theory on this is that she really doesn't give a shit about race, even though I really think that she's a racist person. But being that she's what, 40s now? And highly successful. She probably doesn't give a shit about the race aspect. That's probably being pushed by the marketing team, by the studio, by TikTok, and you know, all these fucking places that know what they're doing. I kind of doubt for her it's really about anything more than money. But you never know. You know, she could still be a fucking dude. It's the same woman that did that fucking Black Panther thing on the Super Bowl. You remember that? Yeah. Right. It was stupid. It was kind of like, okay, we get it. We get it. You don't like white people. It's all about diversity without white people. It's about equality without white people. We can do anything if we stay together. We love each other, just not white people. <laughs> That's how it feels these days, dude. As a fucking person that really does believe in unity and peace and all that, that means loving everybody. Not just black people because we have to kiss their ass. And I don't care if you're listening to this and you're that offended by it. Well, you probably shouldn't be listening to it right now. I did give you a warning earlier. This is going to fucking blow your mind or your pants. Hopefully it's one of the two. I don't give a shit, though. I'm not going to sit here and explain to you why we're not racist. Because that is a fucking dumb conversation. Right. I just really think that there's more to this than we're being told. However, I kind of want to believe that it really is just another race bait moment. Like, I, I want to believe that's this, this is a political divide type of thing. Just because I, I get off on that shit, dude. I like, I love when shit's out of control. It's always something to talk about. Problem is, no one ever wants to talk about it. And the reason why is because, again, if you're a white person or anyone else, unless you're trans, but if you're anyone else except a trans person and a black person, you're typically afraid to disagree with a black person. You're afraid to tell them, no, that song sucks, because what? They're black. And that sounds so racist, right? Well, it's not. Because we can have these conversations. We can definitely say, like, dude, just because you think that you're valued by the color of your skin doesn't mean that I have to view you that way and kiss your fucking ass. Because it's not going to happen. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a shit. And the reason I brought up trans is because, I don't know, this is a little off topic. Before we close this up, i got to bring this up. Have you noticed that black people are victims until they meet a trans person and then suddenly they just, like, disappear into the background? Yeah, there's a, there's a hierarchy of, like... Yeah, it's like a civil war. So for those of you that are watching this, whether you're white, black, Mexican, whatever, 
whether you post black squares in your fucking Instagram picture or you post white squares, that's fucked up. But if you do that too, all I can hope is what you got out of this was there's a hierarchy. I'm just kidding. That's not why we did this episode. This episode was clearly just to rip on the fact that Beyonce made a shitty single. But yeah, the the point I was getting at was the fact that I don't want to say it, but I just kind of have to. Sometimes in life, there's a, a bait, and it's up to you to decide if you're going to grab it. And I'm a fucking moron. I grabbed it. I wanted it. I'm now lost in the rabbit, rabbit. I'm lost in the rabbit hole of comments full of racism and anti-racism and social justice shit. Ah, I fell for the bait. But I hope you don't. And that's all I have to say on the show. Well, except, hold on. One more time. I just, Take one more time. Red pill. <laughs> <laughs> because then you will know that there is a hierarchy and that it doesn't matter who you are. And this should piss black people off, by the way. Since they think that they get the trophy of the most hurt people in the world, even though none of them experienced what their people went through, they have to put the trophy down for the trans people. So I hope people can kind of see that. I hope people see there is a hierarchy here. Not only do um, liberals hate us, but trans people definitely do, uh, including guys that went to, I don't know, some school for psychology and says that affirming gender is the smart thing to do. Not talking about anyone specific, but that was a fun ride. But yeah, thanks guys for listening. We just kind of wanted to discuss this this is something that we haven't done in a while where something hits the news or whatever and it just kind of blows our minds and we're like yes let's do a bonus episode on that so if you like what you heard here and you want to check out more please go to the greatgirthpodcast.com scratch that it is still under repair but you can go to apple Podcasts, spotify you can find us on youtube instagram tiktok that's at the great girth podcast I am Tony, one half of your favorite fat duo with my other half, Mr. Austin Rawlison. Austin, buddy, it's been a pleasure. I will actually see you in less than 24 hours again. Yep, see you then. Adios.